You are welcome to Sport Analysis Network Niger Football. I'm your Hanko Abdul Hamid Abdul Karim. You can also call me Football Jurist. And on this episode, we shall be taking a look at the Rivers United and the Gawa Golden Star Saga as it has to do with the top four, the, I mean, the top four, the top four places in the just included in the Professional Football League. We'll also be talking about the ITO Cup final where Bayesa United turned Nasara United. With, I want and lastly, we shall also be talking about the big take risk from the just concluded Nigerian football league. And I'm joined by Amza Alasa. Amza, it's good to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Abdul Hamid. It's my pleasure once again being on the program. Okay, let's start with the reverse United versus the Galgoni Stars saga. Okay, all right, all right. The Galgoni Stars hosted reverse United in March 34 of the just concluded MPFA and the Galgoni Stars won by two goals to one. Afterwards, reverse United petitioned LMC, the League Management Committee, because uh, the Galgoni Stars featured Richard Christopher, who was ineligible to participate because he had accumulated five yellow cards by virtue of um, C2, uh, C2 of the LMC rules. The LMC, the LMC uh, thereby ruled that the reverse United, uh, reverse United were unable to establish that Jigago Stars intentionally featured uh, Richard Christopher, uh, Richard Christopher in that encounter. So the petition was dismissed and ruled that, and they ruled that Christopher is to serve his first match in his one match suspension. Reverse United thereafter appealed to NFL disciplinary uh, committee, who set aside MC's judgment and awarded three points and three goals to Reverse United. That would mean Reverse United will finish second on the log with 66 points, same as Aimba, but with a better goal difference. In the twist of events, the official MPFL table, as seen on MPFL.ng, has Aqua United first with 71 points, Aimba 66 points in second position, then Quarry United in third. With 65 points, Nassau United, Kano Pillars, and Rivers United finished fifth, fourth, fifth, and sixth, respectively. <laughs> Hamza, how does this blockbuster movie end? Thank you, Abdul Hamid. Um, it's a bit pathetic that um, the season has to end this way. And like you rightly pointed out, the controversy started when Jigawa Golden Stars fielded a player who's supposed to be on suspension after accumulating about five yellow cards during the season the rules are very very clear once a player accumulates five yellow cards then the player is supposed to be on suspension now when lmc delivered its judgment or its ruling based on the petition submitted by rivers united they based it on the fact that um jigawa golden stars did not intentionally future the player in question that is alfred christopher now the question is what do you mean by deliberately or intentionally featuring this player chigawa golden stars is a professional club they're supposed to have statistics of all their players all their matches the accumulated yellow cards red cards even come to think of it the infringements and everything so ordinarily they are supposed to know that the rules are very very clear that once a player has accumulated like five yellow cards in the course of the season then the player stands suspended in the next match so as it is at the moment i think rivers united has a very strong case and lmc had ruled a ruling that favored jigawa golden stars even if the points would not really change their standing on the league table that rivers united would not get the three points 
while the NFF disciplinary committee has ruled in favor of Rivers United. Now, the final stage for that or the final appeal have gone to the NFF appeals committee. Whilst we wait for their judgment, I think very strongly that Rivers United have a very strong point on this. And this is not the first time something like this is happening. You recall that last year, when the league was abruptly brought to an end by the unfortunate coronavirus pandemic, Rivers United were also in a kind of tug of war with the LMC on one hand and Aimba Football Club of Aba. Now the same thing is playing out again. But again, I repeat for the obtained time, Rivers United definitely have a very good case in this regard. Actually, I was not surprised by NFS uh, this my competitive verdict. We should not forget the fact that uh, prior to 2018 World Cup, uh, the Super Eagles, the same NFL made the same mistake with the Super Eagles, especially with Abdullah Shew. Abdullah Shew got an accumulated five yellow cards, I think, before the Cameroon game, yet he was feeded, and Nigeria and, and, and Nigeria was penalized, was penalized after that encounter, and that would have cost us our place in the Mundial. But I mean, back then, I mean, it is quite unfortunate that at this level, these minor things are not being taken care of. I mean, this, I mean, enough, enough attention is not being paid to these minor details, and we are having to deal with this kind of tussle. I mean, with this kind of, I mean, with this kind of infinitesimal, infinite, uh, infinitesimal infinite, infinite story at this point in time in our league history. Yeah, that's true, absolutely. But if you ask me, I think I will put the blame solely on the doorstep of um, Jigawa Golden Stars for two reasons. On one hand, um, Jigawa Golden Stars ordinarily do not need anybody, do not need Rivers United, do not need LMC to tell them that Alfred Christopher is not supposed to play the next match after he has received an accumulated five yellow cards in the course of the season prior to March day 34. So Jigawa Golden starts to take the blame. And if you read the judgment passed by the NFF Appeals Committee or the NFF Disciplinary Committee in this regard, when you read number four of the ruling, the LMC alleged that it inadvertently sent the suspension notification to jgoldenstars at yahoo.com instead of jwujstars at gmail.com. So from all indication, two things here. Jigawa Golden Stars use the latter email address in their club licensing at the commencement of the season while on their letterhead they have jgoldenstars at yahoo.com as their official email address so the nff or the lmc in this case sent the notification to the email address they used during their um, club licensing at the commencement of the season so jigawa golden stars did not put their house in order administratively by clearly stating which is their official email address because when you have an email address on your letterhead paper it is assumed that that is your official email address but where i will still blame lmc lmc slightly is because they would have just maybe been circumspect send the letter or send the notification to both email address you don't have taken anything but i think it's an administrative gaffe that has happened so lessons must be learned and whosoever is responsible for this if there are punitive measures to be meted out to that individual or individuals then such should be meted out and 
necessary steps should be taken so as to forestall a reoccurrence of such incident. <laughs> My bad. I don't know why I said uh, LMC. I mean, why I said LMC instead of NFF. I mean, the NFF and LMC are the ones we blamed in this, and then I kept on blaming NFF. But then, regardless, it just shows you how poor our antitutors can be. So. I mean, let's move forward. Yes, and before I forget, I extend my regards to the kids. I could hear their, I mean, their voices from the background. So now let's talk about, I mean, Aqua or United who find themselves in being the corporate in the middle of all this. Do you feel sorry for them? These guys thought they had finished in third in third position. Meaning they would, I mean, they, they would have qualified for the continent. How sorry do you feel for them? Okay, without prejudice to what the ruling of the NFF Appeals Committee will be, but, but as it is at the moment, it's not yet over for Quara United. Um, once the NFF Appeals Committee delivered their ruling, we might now be able to take a stand, whether to feel sorry for them or whether to be happy for them. The last, um, um, what do I call it now? The last um, ruling will still come from the NFF Appeals Committee. Until then, if we are truly, I will feel sorry for Quara United having won 19 matches just like Aqua United, um, having conceded just um, 28 goals in the course of the season, scoring about 48 goals with a um, plus 20 goals different. I will feel very sorry for the Harmony Boys from Quara State. But as it is at the moment, let's keep our fingers crossed it might favor them it might not just favor them pending when the nff appeals committee deliver their ruling in this controversial end of season matter and also to an extent quara united will also have themselves to blame if quara united had taken the initiative take their destiny in their own hands win their matches where necessary accumulated the needed points perhaps they would have not been in this take a look at aqua united whatever happens now does not really affect aqua united because they have already completed the job yes quara united did well and in the last five matches of the season they didn't lose any they won four and drew one but at the same time the season is about 48 weeks marathon so you get the business done from the beginning through the season until the end of the season all right let's move forward all right i mean let's talk about the big takeaways from the just completed uh from just on um, for just completed season uh let's start from the score award where sign last unwako and charles ashimene finished on 18 goals apiece but the interior hold Silas Nwakwa went home with the golden boots, having scored more goals from open play. But Anza, I find this very unfair. I mean, goals are goals. I mean, penalties can also win, uh, can make you win or lose a game. Why not decide um, the winner if if they can't share the golden boot? Why not decide the winner of this by taking a look by taking a look at uh, the mid per goal ratio instead of goals from open play? yeah that is it that is what rules are at times when you look at some rules they do not really favor whom they are supposed to favor or they tend to put some people at a disadvantaged position let me take your mind back to the 2010 
World Cup in South Africa. Am I correct now? Where Angola qualified at the expense of Nigeria. The head-to-head -head issue. Now, football is about goal scoring. Football, um, in, in, in football, goals make the game beautiful. Now, instead of you to look comprehensively at the total number of goals a team had scored, you now restrict it to just the number of goals scored in two matches by the two teams who have accumulated the same points at the end of the qualifying season. If you look at that rule from FIFA, for me, to an extent, it's retrogressive, it's not equitable, and you understand what I mean here. So I think the same thing is applicable, but that is what they are. The rules were very clear at the commencement of the season. Um, Charles knew what the rules were, and Silas Wanko knew what the rules were. So far, the rules were stated clearly at the commencement of the season. So be it. Well, I'm not sure about them knowing the rules. Yeah, talking about the other incident, it, it, it was 2006 World Cup. Yeah, it was 2006 World Cup when Nigeria missed out. Yeah, at the expense of uh, Angola. Angola, we are South Africa in 2010. We're in South Africa in, uh, in 2010. So, yeah, just like you said, yeah, talking about the rules. <laughs> yes, of course, I don't know about knowing the rules because if an instructor is not even know about what the rules says, he can never tell. And then, how do you expect the players to know about the rules? So, but then that's just by the way. And congratulations to Sanas and Wakon and to know, I, to know, and to also and to also think that he is just in years of age. Let's hope he can continue on this track. I mean, let's talk about crowd violence in the league. Um, we've uh, we had some crowd, uh, some incidents of crowd violence, especially in Kano involving Kano pillars. And, but then, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think the NFC have done enough for us to nip this in the bud. The NFL, the NFC has to go stronger on these teams so that so that things like this will become an incident of the past. Well, thank you very much. Yes, actually, it happened. Um, that is Nigerian non qualification um, to the World Cup. It happened in 2006, and Nigeria qualified for 2010 when. Um, Yakubwa Igbeni missed its sitter against Greece. Thank you very much, Abdelhamid, for that correction. Now, to your question, crowd violence in the league. At times, you just have to feel sorry for some of these clubs. Um, they do all they can to see that um, crowd violence is nipped in the board, but there's a limit to how they can control the fans in the stadium. Even if you say, okay, you provide adequate security in the stadium by provision of maybe policemen, civil defense personnel, and other members of the Nigerian security apparatus, there's an extent to which you can control the crowd. But I will put the blame also, like you say, on the doorstep of the LMC. Maybe if they begin to deduct points from teams, then the supporters home think because their team failed to win at home or because their team played a draw at home and they're in a desperate situation maybe they want to avoid relegation or maybe they are pursuing the league title or pursuing continental slots then they have to take the law into their own hands or take the laws into their own hands into their own hands by the time they see that yes points are being deducted that thing which they are fighting for which is to accumulate more points through wins they, they will discover that it will not favor them in the long run. Then even if their team is losing or playing a draw at home, they'll be forced not to do anything that will bring problems for their team because they know automatically that will be three points. So you are fighting for something, you've not gotten it, then more points will be deducted from you again. Then like um, our late Afrobeat King will say in um, local parlance, that na double wahala for that body. Yeah, still talking about crowd violence, I mean, 
uh, arms are finally i you said the epiphanies are doing what i mean they are doing their best but i don't think they they are doing enough and i think they can do better especially in cooperation with the state government who was it in how many times have we heard that these corporates i mean that the corporates have been brought before the court of justice before the court of justice i mean at the end of the day you see i mean things will be very on the carpet and then nobody will be punished at the end of the day i didn't mean someone have made a scapegoat then things like this would have reduced and i just and i also feel that the lmc would have done better with the hammer i mean they could go stronger with their hammer you know i mean when you do 6.9 points from your i mean from your what's it called from your i mean from your total on your total points things we know they can do better with security you i mean even talking about security we saw that with the trophy presentation we saw it during the um, i mean coordinated when the um and the, yes it did, when acquainted was given the trophy was presented with the trophy we saw that with the by side also during the weekend just show that the security at our studio is very poor and can be improved by this i mean by the various uh, administrators so um so Hamza, so let's talk i mean yeah, yeah let me ask you yeah on the final note on this i mean on this topic what are the other takeaways i mean what are the other things we learned from just concluded league briefly some of my takeaways are number one motivate your players very well like we saw with aqua united nasrawa united quora united and other clubs we saw the fate that befell um, sunshine stars of akure because from what we gathered during the season they were not paid or remunerated as had when due same problem with adamawa united we saw the same issues with teams like giga golden stars fc fine yoba so Take your players' welfare as your priority. Number two, try to keep your uh, stadia in order. We saw what um, Wari Wolves were suffering. They had to play in their adopted home at Ozoro. That would also count against them. Same thing happened with Kanu Pillars. They had to be playing their home matches at um, uh, Amadubelo Stadium in Kaduna. Put your stadia in proper shape so that you would not have to be deprived of your home support then lastly also always ensure that you control your crowd when it matters most Plato united had to pay heavy fines same thing with um Kami pillars um sunshine stars of akure was banished to lagos it affected them adversely they escaped relegations by the whiskers so those are some of my takeaways and lastly we saw some very good players in the course of the season john noble the goalkeeper of aimba football club of aba and anna iwala was a very wonderful player joint stop and uh, goal scorers charles and um, silas wanko charles plays for aqua united why silas wanko plays for and natural united thank you very much uh amza your knowledge of nigerian football he continues to impress me so let's talk about the it let's move to ito cup final and uh, nasara united Nassau United's continental aspiration was dead a final blow after they lost to NLS side by SI United via penalties in the ITO Cup final. <clears throat> Hamza, bottled the top four in the league 
and now the ITU Cup. Show me a better butler. Yes, Abdul Hamid, you just have to feel sorry for Nasara United, the solid miners from Latvia, a very young team that was founded in 2003, if I'm correct, um, and they took the league by a storm, a storm to an extent, yes, because this is the second time they are playing in the ITO Cup final. Um, in 2016, they all they lost on penalties by the then winners FC Infine Uba. So for me, I would give two reasons, or I will attribute two reasons to Nasara United losing the ITO Cup final. Um, two reasons. The first reason is a lock, like Coach Bala Nikyu said in the post-match interview. He granted after they lost the match on penalties to um, Bielsa United. The second reason I would give Abdul Hamid is um, maybe fatigue. Fatigue. Um, in the last one month, Kasina United, um, Nashua United had played um, Jigawa Golden Stars in Latvia. They traveled to Ozobolu in, in Newi in Anambra State to face the Anambra Warriors, that is FC Fayuba. They also traveled a week later back to Latvia to host MFM. The same Nashua United traveled to Makodi as visitors to Lobby Stars. Nasra United on the 25th, that is three days later, went back to Latvia to host Sunshine Stars. They walloped Sunshine Stars by four goals to nothing. In between, they also played the ITO Cup quarterfinal match. Nasra United went immediately after that, or after they played Nasra United and they played Sunshine Stars on the 25th, they went to Uyo as guests to Aqua Starlet on the 28th of July. Nasra United went back to Latvia to host Enugu Rangers. They trashed Enugu Rangers by three goals to nothing. Nasra United again went to Asaba to play the ITO Cup semi-final against Sunshine Stars of Akure. Same Aqua um, Nasra United had to visit Okigwe to the guests of Abia Warriors, where they lost by three goals to one before they now went back to Benin to play. Um, what's their name now? Baisa United, where they were even able to play a 2-2 draw, then they lost on penalties. So for me, the second reason is fatigue. The team practically crisscrossed Nigeria in a space of one month, and they played more than 10 matches within one month. And they had to do most of these journeys by road. You can't just but feel pity for Nasarawa United. Anza, you are a fantastic guy. I mean, you deserve this. Brilliant analysis from Amza. I mean, so Amza, yeah, I think I agreed with the two points you've listed. And also, I mean, let's also talk about their defensive rules, which have also uh, contributed to, which has also been achieved. In, I mean, considering two goals against an NNL side does not speak well for a side like Nassau United. And we should not forget the fact that they also considered 38 goals in the league. That was the second most in the top half of the table. So it goes without saying that defense wins you titles and attack wins you game. So this is where we shall be joining the cuttings on to this episode. Amza, thanks for joining once again. And my guest, Abdramon, who kept on disturbing us throughout the show. Thank you very much, Abdul Hamid, for having me once again. Bye.
this is where we shall be drawing our curtains like i said so follow us on twitter the twitter handle is tweet at sign on facebook sports analysis network and on instagram sports analysis network au revoir